Hello and welcome to Lifetime Uncorked, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. And I'm Tessa Davidson. Yeah, Yay! you are. Yay! I'm back. <laughs> I can't believe it. Back again. So exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we weren't we gonna record like before all this happened and then you were like oh maybe i shouldn't come over <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah i think it was like the beginning mm-hmm. like when everyone thought this was gonna be like oh it's gonna be like you know two weeks and we'll all be right back out we'll be right back at it um mm-hmm. and that didn't happen it's been like five months <laughs> well here we are we're recording on our zoom call and it's very very cute we took our screen grab and everything um yes. so happy to have you back of course a fellow podcaster strong female lead check yes. that out always yes. and you guys are just starting season two right yes we're just starting season two i think this week we're talking about britney runs a marathon but yeah we talked about women in tv great and film. movie it was i really yeah. liked it trisha was not you know, as big a fan as me, but you know, I think I, I think I convinced her a little bit by the end. I, I, do, do you take requests? Yes, absolutely. I want, I want you guys to do Warrior Nun. <gasps> is that on Netflix? <laughs> yeah. It okay, is. I think I saw the trailer for that. It looks kind of cool. Are you, are you? Is it, is it bad? <laughs> I mean, it's. You no, know, it's not terrible. It's just, it's like. I don't know. You know, it's like one of those things where you just yeah. you start watching it and you're just kind of like, ah, eh, fuck it. I'm just going to keep watching. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it pretty like- it's pretty cool. Like there's like, you know, evil and magic and stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I really like The Witcher. Do you think it's anything like The Witcher? Yeah. I was really surprised by how much yeah. I really like that show. Not just for Henry, because that's what that's what got me. But then I mean, it was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a no, similar cool. vibe. But, yeah. you know. With yeah. a strong female lead, which is the whole point of the podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always yes. talking about, like, from the female perspective, does this represent women well? Is this, like, giving this woman an agency in her own story? Yes. Which is so important, and is it's something that Lifetime does sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Not all the time. But, but sometimes de- a great story is just a great story. And I, I vibe with uh, Lifetime yeah. on that level, just, like, Pure entertainment, one start to finish. <laughs> but this movie today that we're going to talk about is pretty feminist and like, you know, mm-hmm. is pro-sex worker, pro-like women uh, taking like agency of their own bodies and yes. everything like that. So there's some good things that we will get to. But before we get to that. I'm very course, excited. <laughs> of course. Yes, Drew. Now that you heard like, oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> we have business time, of course. So everyone has their business apparel on. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to. I put on clothes. Many. Drew had clothes. He never wears pants, but he wears pants for business time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we it. have a review today. Everyone, you know, write your five-star reviews, emojis, please, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Or, like, tell a friend about the podcast. Spread the word, you know? Because we ain't got money, dude. Yeah. We ain't got money. I was going to say, Grease is the word, but, you know, Life on a Court is also the word. So. There we go. So Drew has a review to read. Um, Drew, yes. Do you have that pulled up? I sent it I to do. you. Okay, perfect. Then I have it up. take it away, Drew Bear. Okay, you ready for this shit? Yes. I think it's a, think it's a good one. Uh, the uh, caption is, can't get enough. And it has a laughing emoji, uh, a praise hands, praise hands, like up in the air Love emoji. That. 
And then it has an emoji that I believe is a, a, a small blonde girl studying angrily hmm. emoji. <laughs> So. That one's for Tessa. That one's for Tessa. I like that one. Yeah. I'm in this. <laughs> I also feel the same way if I have to study. Yeah, um, yeah. It is from FL Rissa. FL Rissa. Okay. Thank you, FL Rissa. Thank you. Patrick's description of Lifetime movies to Drew are priceless. The plot, oops, the plots sound even more wonderfully ridiculous when told to someone who's not a lifetime watcher. Laugh cry emoji, the Candace song and segment are my favorite. Wish you did an episode for every single lifetime movie. Uh, TV emoji, uh, rabbit that's pooping? I don't uh, <laughs> That can't be heart. right, that can't be right. <laughs> I don't know, a pooping I don't know. I'm not familiar that with makes that sense. It makes sense, sure, sure, makes sure. total sense. A heart uh, with the star on it emoji, a, a high heels emoji, red high heels emoji, um, and then check this shit out, Patrick. Yeah. Five star emojis. So what that means is we got 10 fucking stars for this shit. Okay. <laughs> 10, 10 stars. A 10 star review, five, five stars, five emoji stars. So 10 stars. Perfect. 10 stars. You know, we are, we ten, we're a 10 star podcast, so just deal with that. <laughs> Try to find another. You won't be able to deal find with that. one. You won't. Fucking deal with that, everyone else, all other podcasts. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yes, <laughs> we're a 10 star podcast. Thank you so much, um, FL Rissa. Um, FL Rissa. And yeah. they say that they would like us to cover a podcast for every Lifetime movie. And I'm going to say right now that that will never happen. <laughs> There's so many. There's, There's so many. We would be, we'd lose our normal jobs. We would lose our normal jobs. I mean, we could do it, but it would take a lot of money. So if someone wants to pay us to do that, happy to do it. Happy you to could be the like after show to all of them, like the totally the clubhouse. But you guys, and then I would I'd, watch. I'd be, I'd be. Well, no, you would guess because we would have to have a female perspective, and when we need a guest, of course, we can't. Yes. It'd be like that MTV show with that guy, the Rob guy, and Drew would be like spinning the, uh, like playing the clip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with that girl. Yeah. And there's like a girl yeah. on the couch. And I'm like, where are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically me just like being there on the couch or being adorable. And then Drew's yes. like playing all the clips. And then we have a guest come in there. We pitched it to Lifetime. Lifetime put us on an after show for your movies. You're there welcome. There it is, Lifetime. And it could even be on Zoom. We could do a Zoom thing while we're in quarantine, and then you have new content. Done. Boom, done. Yes. Send me the Zoom invite, and I would would show up to that. I would be very excited. There you go. So um, thank you, Lifetime, for hiring us. We're really glad the pitch went so well, but we're not here to talk. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We're not here to talk about our pitch for our Lifetime show. That is going to happen. We are here to talk about a very exciting movie. And Tessa, would you like to say the title of the movie? Yes, I've been practicing just in case they have any open positions or anything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. The title of this film is Mile High Escort. Mile trying high. To be like a Demi Moore, like, you know, like a sexy deep voice. I don't know. I think I Yeah. Mile high <laughs> escort. I hear it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You're listening to smooth jazz. Drew, you do have a sexy voice. Like, very yes. much. Like, oh, oh, stop it. 
<laughs> oh, stop it, Patrick. No, I don't. <laughs> you're not like me, like the chihuahua from like uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven or something. Like you're like a sexy dog. No, I think you got a sexy voice, Patrick. You're like, you got a, you you're, got like the, <laughs> you're the tramp from Lady and the Tramp. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so sexy. Uh, thank you. That's the best compliment I've ever received in my entire life. So we are here to talk about Mile High Escorts, a new movie in 2020 from Lifetime. It stars the following people. Christina Moore, Saxon Sarbrino, Kara Royster, 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 Royster. There's a T in there too. So Royster. Royster. I don't don't know who any of those people played, but I know that they're all beautiful people. (laughs) They certainly are. Yeah. Royster's Royster's from Supernatural. Oh, really? Do you know? Do you know her? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't. I'm, I've watched Supernatural a little bit, but not enough to be like, oh my God, Carol Reister's in okay. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't go there. Got it, but. got it, got it. I forgot that show has like 22 seasons. So, yeah, that show, there's, too many, there's too many episodes. What's so. great about this movie is that everyone drew is, is beautiful. So just think of the most beautiful people. Yes. Um, I had a big old crush on the dad in this movie, which was shocking because... I think I'm getting to the age where I think the dads in Lifetime movies are hot, not the boyfriends. Yeah. The dad was I think hot, yeah. Well, I mean, do, I mean, to, we on men unfairly age a wow. little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Unfairly. I'm, it's very unfair. I know. <laughs> I but think... like, you, like, do, you know, like, like, like a great John Stamos has just stopped aging somehow. Yeah, he stopped. <laughs> totally, he totally. He doesn't age anymore. But like a gray-haired Tom Hanks, I'm like, what's up, dude? Right? Oh, yeah. The, yeah you know? Totally. So it's not fair. Forgot it's about not Hanks. Fair I was like, yeah, okay, okay, I'm with you. So yeah, so all attractive people in the movie and Drew, this movie is quite appropriate for the times because you know Americans aren't traveling anywhere. So if you feel like you need a vacation watch Mile High Escorts because you will get a title card that says a city, Paris, France. <laughs> and then you will get to see a hotel room in that city. Boom. You won't, don't, you won't you get don't to, even worry about traveling. You won't get to see any cities. You will only see the hotel rooms of the cities. Yeah, okay? that's how you know you're having a great time is when you never leave the hotel. That's well, the mark can't. of a good vacation. <laughs> right, because it's Mile High Escorts, so escorts like to hang out in hotels, okay? Mm-hmm. Not yes. like not a motel, a hotel. This is yes. very, very classy they're, movie, Drew. Yeah, they're exclusive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So jumping mm-hmm. in, we start off, we're in Berlin. Have you ever heard of that place, Drew? I have heard of the city of Berlin in Germany, yes. And we know this because we see a title card that says Berlin. Berlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we see a hotel room with a flight attendant. Her name is Jenny, okay? And she has black hair. Okay. And she is wearing a uh, flight attendant outfit that is kind of like Britney Spears toxic. Yes. On a lifetime budget. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so basically... The... Like, is that more or less of an outfit? Is it more of an outfit for lifetime? Less more, of an yeah. outfit for I, lifetime? Let's leave it up to my imagination. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, Jenny is making out with a shirtless hunky man. His name's Paul. And he is like, you know, all muscly. And he's like, baby, don't go. Baby, don't go. You think like he's a boyfriend, right? You're like, oh, this boyfriend's so sweet. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to miss you. Like, whatever. And then she like clears her throat. She's like, and like puts her hand out. (laughs) And and then he like gives her some money. And you're like, not a boyfriend. Like, nice. Yeah. That's a fun little. I like that. I like that. It's a fun little twisty. Yeah, he's giving me a real American Psycho vibe, and I wasn't mad. I was like, I obviously the story's about Paul uh, <laughs> and him just being a creep. Yeah, and he's, he's like, he's kind of like, uh, you know, oh, here's your money. See you next time. Like, glad I bought you property, woman. You know, like he's <laughs> like, you're my property type of thing. He, I think he literally says that later. We'll get to it. Um, but then she leaves and she gets on her, her little uh, airplane and flies to wherever the hell she's going. And she's in like an airplane hangar. And she's like, hello, hello. Because she hears like someone's obviously following her because this is a Lifetime movie. And mm, yep. I, was, <laughs> the, I was wondering. The best part is she's like, hello, is anyone there? And then she's like, Gigan talking, Gigan, Gigan. She says the same thing in German. Yeah, <laughs> that's my German. How'd I do? <laughs> to, to remind okay. you that they're in, yeah. in Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just like Ugetagen, Totally. Patrick, we have a lot of German listeners. Oh, Danke Shay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know no German. Yeah, so. that's German. I don't know the word. I don't. I don't think they say sorry. I don't think there's a word in German for sorry. Okay, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Louisville. We have a title card that says Louisville, so we know we're in Louisville. And we have we meet Lauren. She's our protagonist. She's a beautiful blonde, mm-hmm. and she also has a beautiful blonde sister, which is very confusing. I was yes. like, who's important in this movie? I don't know. They look exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so nothing. Hold on. Nothing happens with the. Uh... Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So Lauren is starting a job as a flight attendant to make money for grad school. She has a boyfriend. His name's Chris, and he's just like a hunky Chris man. And they're <laughs> planning for their future, you know, as young couples do. And she has um, a best friend named Ashley, who um, is like the shining light of this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want to, agency, all the, yeah, all the things exactly. And like acting wise, Ashley was like way miles ahead than everybody else in my opinion okay ashley is a bipoc drew just so you are aware oh uh, it's that's the royster oh it is (laughs) oh our our supernatural Uh uh-huh yes so she's she's also starting uh at flight attendant as a flight attendant and they go as far as to do the whole flight attendant pre-plane boarding speech thing you know the exits are this way the aisles will light up blow into your uh little life jacket Mm -hmm. they do the whole thing in front of like a crowd of people and the crowd's like oh my god you're amazing oh you nailed it they nailed it guys what (laughs) it was so weird it's It's supposed to applaud every time they do that on an airplane well i do and people look at me funny you're just like (laughs) 
fuck yes. That was the best one I've ever seen. Yes. I get it. I finally get it. I get it. So the exits are over here and here. I get it. Yes. Protect myself so that I'm alive to protect someone else. Hey, you know, people are going to forget that speech because we're not flying so much. So this movie is doing a public service by remi- reminding all of us, you know? I think so. Yeah. I think so. So they yeah. start, they go to like their first flight or whatever, and Ashley and Lauren are like, it's gonna be so glamorous. And then they get on, they're like, ew, like someone threw up on me. Like I had to give like out pretzels <laughs> and it was terrible. Like I was pouring like sodas for all these people. They were very rude. And, you know, they're like disheveled and all messed up. And they see like a little girl like in the terminal and she's like scared to fly. So like Lauren sits down, she's like, hi, little girl, don't be scared. I fly all the time and I'm alive. You're more likely to slip in the shower than you are to die on a plane. The dad, the dad sitting next to the kid just was not interested in that kid at all. I was like, this must be like, is this his kid? Is he kidnapping the kid? Is this another part of the story? He's just sitting next to this kid on the phone. And I'm like, while another person speaks to your child, I'm like, oh my God. Well, and this is the thing, Drew, in this movie, like the mile high escort, you just don't know where it's going to go. So everything you're like, oh, my God, is this important? Do I need to remember this little girl with her teddy bear? No, it's no point to it. It only serves to separate Jenny and Ashley. So like one little moment can happen. So Ashley gets a cab. She gets to the hotel on her own. Jenny cannot get a ride to save her life. Like she can't get a ride out of there. Um so she like goes to the parking garage and in the parking garage, or, I'm sorry, Lauren is in the parking garage. Jenny is the girl from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, and she's okay. in the, in the parking garage, like running from a bad guy and the bad guy like grabs her and like bangs her head against the door like 17 times. It was like very violent. So loud mm-hmm. also. Yes. How is it not so loud? <laughs> like how she's the like, car sorry. alarms going off. <laughs> yeah. There's like a thin door separating Lauren and Jenny. And she's like, I just didn't know where that sound was coming from. Really? Because Lauren is standing on the other side of the door, like that this woman Lauren? is getting murdered, murdered on. And yeah, she's like, she's like, should I open the door? Like, Lauren? Um. <laughs> but she's like about to open the door and like see Jenny's dead body. But she doesn't. Uh, car pulls up and it's this woman, also a flight attendant in a, in a deranged Britney Spears outfit. <laughs> And she's like, oh, hey, like, um, I'll give you a ride. Uh, no problem. And Lauren's like, sure, I take rides from strangers, whatever. And she gets yeah. in. <laughs> and the woman driving the car, the flight attendant, her name's Hannah. She's like a little bit older of a flight attendant. She like knows what's going on. She takes She's been around. Her. She's been she's around. Fucking, she's fucking seen it. Yes. Yeah. She takes Lauren to her hotel, and Lauren's like, you missed my, the turn for my hotel. And she's like, we're not going to your hotel. They're like, uh-oh, something's going on. Very scary. <laughs> oh, no. This is terrifying. I was like, this is not how I would react. Well, I, I would have never gotten into her car, A. Uh, I've so, seen enough movies in my life to know that getting into cars with strangers never ends well. <laughs> but you, got, you have to understand, Tessa, anyone who's in a movie has never seen a movie. Uh, that, that is a little is... bit of a mind blower because yes. Very true, Drew. I and, never thought of that. Unless it's called out and it's a comedic <laughs> moment. But ever but just think everyone who's in a movie has never seen a movie. No so, characters in movies have ever seen movies. Right. So <laughs> 
uh, Hannah takes Lauren to a fancy bar. They drink martinis and the bar's like very red and like, like red light special drew. Like yeah. you're like, okay, I get the symbolism director, like relax. <laughs> but Han- <laughs> Hannah's like, Oh, you're flying for Southwest. You dumb bitch. You should fly private air, <laughs> private jets like me. And Lauren's like, what do you mean a private jet? And she's like, oh, well, okay. we, um, you know, it's a, it's a special operation. We do destination dates, kind of like The Bachelor. And we like fly with men to places and then they pay us to be with them. <laughs> and Lauren's like, um, I don't think my boyfriend would approve of this. So I'm not going to, I'm going to say no, you know. I mean, not, you gotta ask him. Not How because, not mom? because she doesn't want to. Because <laughs> yeah. her boyfriend would disapprove. Yeah. Mm, no. Mm-hmm. No, he wouldn't. Both no, you guys gotta, are broke from the scenes prior. <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta be like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta at least have the conversation. Be like, what do you, what do you? I mean, but she takes her card, of course. So the next morning, uh, Lauren wakes up in a full face of makeup. As one does in a Lifetime movie. She, mm-hmm. she flawless talks, makeup flawless. all the time. So Perfect. much red lips. So many red lips. Uh, she talks to Ashley about her encounter with a madam flight attendant. And Ashley's kind of like, so are we doing it? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so what's what are you why are you still saying words to me? Yeah. Well, because they're they're like shitty airline that they're working for cuts like all their flights for the week so they have no work to do during the week they're like oh no we were gonna go to all these places and now we are cut so do you think this is the beginning of covid and that's where their hours got cut exactly probably this is a covid tale oh right because for the rest of the thing they don't fly commercial they only fly private jets and that guy does cover the other guy's mouth at one point There you go. Okay. This, <laughs> Not protecting him from COVID, but it does. This come is up. very timely. So <laughs> right. Lauren oh, goes yeah. home to her apartment with Chris and she hears like like someone like screaming, like, oh my God. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> uh, and she grabs she grabs a knife and she's like, Oh my God, someone's in the house and someone's dying. She kicks open the door and it's like Chris like having sex with this woman. She's really mm. good at sounds. Like if this was a cognitive test, uh, she might not pass. I'm like very concerned. Like that was obviously <laughs> she's never heard like, screaming or a sexual sexual. sound. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the woman like literally just runs away, like butt ass naked. And Chris is also butt ass naked in this scene. Like normally, like when they're like having sex in a lifetime movie, they're wearing underwear and like you clearly see them. But this was like very much like just shot in a way where you like you know they're naked. And I'm like, what is this showtime? Like this what is, is this <laughs> showtime in the nineties? What are yes. we doing here? And I love how the girl just like literally runs out of the house with a sheet. And I was like, where are you going? <laughs> She's like, coming out. <laughs> Yes, she took nothing, and <laughs> and Chris. So, he just, so it cuts to some like this is Louisville, not France, like not Berlin, like so, this is, just some random naked what? woman streaking in the streets of Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, that's like another Lifetime movie where that's how it starts. <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah. The, that's how the movie starts. Yeah. So Chris is like. Oh, you're always gone all the time. Like you suck, and she's like, "You're like cheating on me, though." So like, you suck, and he's like, "Well, my parents they uh sign co-sign the lease, so 
this is my place, so get out. And she's like, fine, like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Cool, I'm going to go fuck dudes for money in planes. Well, right, she goes home, she stays with her hot dad, and she's, like, hard up for cash. He's hot, He, like, has some money problems, too, so he can't even bail her out. And um, she, like, decides, Lauren decides to, to bring Ashley. They're going to have a meeting with Hannah, the madam. They're going to go... They meet with Hannah. She's like, oh, you guys are beautiful. You're much more beautiful than I thought. And you're like, oh, God. Like, I got bad I vibes from her right away. I immediately trusted her. Her, you know, after she didn't get, after she didn't murder Lauren in the, in the car ride, I was like, obviously she's safe. She's a good person. Like, okay. she doesn't murder. So <laughs> she's well, not our murderer. <laughs> I was suspicious. I, I don't trust people very well. So. Even people uh, in, in Mercedes Benz's. <laughs> As you shouldn't. Right. Well, vehicles. Come on. Those are the most. Okay, you're right. You're right. (laughs) So they hop on a private jet. They fly to this mansion. Drew, I swear to God, the title card says somewhere in Maine. Yep. (laughs) I love that. I was like, fuck Maine. Cool, cool, cool. Nobody uh, nobody can find this house just for our protection. I was like, why? Why? So that sound, now this is starting to be a Stephen King. Right? Ooh. Yes, totally. Somewhere somewhere yes. in Maine. That's like, that's Stephen King. Well, now Stephen King would exactly say where it is. He'd like put the GPS on there. Yeah he'd, yeah, he'd put the like exact coordinates. Right. So Ashley and Lauren, they meet the um, operator of like all the private jets. Like he owns all these private jets and runs this like, whole operation his name is franklin and he is like an old like the hugh hefnery vibe but not sexy at all he's like he's literally dying of covid at this point he's coughing (laughs) he's like flush like he can't keep it together he's falling Um, asleep everywhere exactly and oh dear he has a son named eric and Eric is um, like very not excited that new people are coming. He's like, we don't, we don't have the yeah. budget for this. Like, we got, <laughs> we got things to do. Real buzzkill, huh? We don't have the budget. He's a he's a buzzkill, but he also Eric has like a crony with him all the time. And God, I, uh, I rewatched if I anything. If I could have anything in life, it'd be like a single crony, just, right? Just a single yes man who's just like constant. I just. Well, and he's always around Eric, which is very important, Drew, because uh, I was getting like a gay vibe going on. I was like, oh, wait, I think they're lovers. Oh. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I think they so might he's, be lovers. That's a son? <laughs> yeah, the son of the owner of the private jet prostitute business. Uh, oh, okay. He is very disapproving of of basically everyone he basically hates women which is why i'm like this is a terrible gay man who does not <laughs> like yeah. because because people think that gay men just because they're gay they're friendly and nice to women all the time not true not there true. are some shady ass gay men who can be very misogynistic mm-hmm. i've seen it i used to work at a gay bar and those men are not not good men yeah you know yeah. So this is a this is another sure. example. Eric is like you know pretty rude to women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. basically, uh, what's her name? Lauren and Ashley. They like are sold. They're like we're into this. We're gonna do this. Um, 
you know, we'll wear the, yeah, we'll wear the outfits and uh, whatever. Britney Spears will like sue us later. She really should. She might need it. She should. She might need the money. But they um, go on their first flight and it's like very fancy and they're like trying to do be normal flight attendants, right? They're like, okay, so the exits are this way and the men are like, no. We don't care. Like, where's the where's the entrance? <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, I'll take another scotch, babe. Slap yes. on the ass. Actually, yeah. the the first two the first two men that are that are their Johns or whatever are pretty cool. Like, yeah, they're they're both like POCs. They're mm-hmm. both like respectful of the women. They like they're like, hey, we just want to have fun on this flight. Can you just like start drinking with us and play cards? Cool. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's like that'd Siri be the only yeah. the only reason I'd you go to a, like a, a sex worker was like, can I just pay you and just hang out and talk for a minute? Right. I just want Why you to is listen. That not a real job. How do I get that job? Is this that job? I pretty, think that's that job. pretty much. Or a, th- or a therapist. I guess I could just oh, pay a therapist. Oh, to do yeah, that. that's true. So Lauren bonds <laughs> with this guy. His name is Thomas, and Thomas is like so fine. Did you therapists are whores? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. (laughs) So Thomas is like very dreamy, like hunky man. I was trying to think of who he reminds me of because he reminds me of someone, but I can't put my finger on it. What's his what's his name in the thing? Thomas. Thomas? Esteban Benito. Okay. So he makes sense. He has an even hotter (laughs) real name. Okay, cool. Yeah, his real name. Yeah, his very hot. Very hot. So he is like you know, talking to Lauren. He takes her to like a fancy restaurant and they, um, I think he like buys her like a bunch of dresses and stuff for no reason. Just cool. to flex on her. I was like, it was, yeah, I, mean, I get it. I guess. I get it. it was Why very Richard Gere, pretty woman. Type yeah, of thing. I, was just, I was gonna say, I was like, this is pretty woman. Uh, so they go to their fancy dinner and they order in French. So we know that they're in France, okay? Mm-hmm. And they just like really bond and like you'd think it was a real date by how like much they're like really like connecting, you know? It's like very sweet. Well, yeah. Patrick, if they were actually in France, you would know that they would they'd try to order in French. Yeah. And then the French person would be like, <laughs> I speak English. Don't don't. <laughs> Well, they, ordered, they ordered Dom Perignon and escargot, or no, not escargot, um, foie gras. And yeah. I was like, oh, the two foie most gras. French things. <laughs> foie gras and Dom Perignon. There you like, go. You know you want like, no. a shot of whiskey and a grilled cheese. Like, don't front. <laughs> I will say, if you're in France, just get pretzels and mustard because it's so delicious, okay? Okay. Ooh. Or they have, like, Grey Poupon, you know? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, it's Well, I love that stuff. So, please sponsor us, Grey Poupon. So, uh, they go for like a nightcap in Thomas's room, and I'm like, here we go. Here's our sexy, sexy time. So we get like some like trap music going on. It was like not your normal okay. lifetime sexy music. This and, is um, the part where I question, what year is it? <laughs> yeah. Like, this whole time, I was like, this is a COVID like, tale. And I was like, wait, but also, is it the year 2000? Totally. <laughs> is France still in the year 2000 and the rest of us are in 2020? Or is it the vice versa? Like, Starts playing like Portishead. Or <laughs> exactly, <massive>. exactly. <laughs> so, Their you hair know. is so big. I'm like, I just haven't seen curls like that since like 2006. Like, 
Yes. Coming back around, man. It's all a cycle. So you're like, okay, here is our, our mile high escort. Finally, we're getting some sex scenes. But Lauren pumps the brakes and she's like, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, and he actually listens to her. Cool. Uh, what? Great. And he's like, I respect your decision and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Here's a whole lot of money. Here's a whole <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I was hoping for that. Yeah. Like, totally cool. Totally cool. How about if I add $200 to this tab for you? Right? Uh, I'm feeling a little more comfortable now. Yeah. Feeling a little more comfortable. What about $300? Okay, we're getting there. $500. It was, it was Good. pretty crazy. Oh. I was here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I'm still just jealous here about my own life choices, just really thinking about myself and reflecting in, in the time of COVID, how this could yeah. have been me. Hey, it's yeah. not, it's not too late. It's not too late. No, it's never too late. So Franklin, <laughs> our, our owner of the Jets, he's not doing well. He is like coughing and like lying on the couch. And Eric, the gay son, like kneels by his ailing father and he's like, I'm ready to take over the business. I have some plans. Like you treat these women like they're gold. I want to treat them like they're a commodity and they're make they're here to make us money. And uh, Franklin, the father's like, this is why I would never give you the business yeah. ever. And he's like, I'm actually giving it to Hannah, our, you know, our seasoned flight attendant woman. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, never tell someone that because Eric gets so pissed that he kills his father. Like very terribly. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is when he like. Well, yeah. He like Not takes true. off his oxygen mask, and then he like covers his face with his hand, and yeah. the father's just like dying. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of carrot memes. I'm like, oh, how is this not a meme of for carrot? Hopefully, people make this into a meme <laughs> of like Karen's worst nightmare is that somebody's literally holding a hand over their face. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so he's dead so (laughs) but it still doesn't mean that uh eric is going to get the business because hannah is like bequeathed in the will you know what i mean like that's another that was very puzzling to me and i was like isn't there paperwork on this or did he kill the messenger also he just did it off screen (laughs) maybe he had his crony do it and we didn't (laughs) we didn't see it so we get a montage here of Lauren like flying around the world, like living her hoeing life, except she's not hoeing. She's just getting all the designer fashions uh, and men are just giving her money to not sleep with them. She goes to the dates and she eats the dinner. And has really good conversation and they Great give her money. Yeah. She's just, she's just dating she's them. pretty much a friend with benefits. I guess there's no benefit to being no. a friend, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, she's, she gets all the benefits, all the money. <laughs> wait, are we her crony? Right, I think we might be. So she like is also dating Thomas at the same time. So we see her like at Big Ben, like taking a selfie with like the, the guard on duty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like she has a lockbox like full of money and she can't keep track of all the money like there's money everywhere <laughs> oh. yeah but the good times stop when she gets paired up with Paul the guy from the beginning of the movie the guy who we thought was a boyfriend who is not a good guy okay no. so he gets uh, on the plane with Lauren he's like 
all right, uh, here's your money. Let me have my way with you. And kind of like gets rough with her. I think it like slaps her across the face. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Got real yeah. physical. I was like, okay. Where's she, another knife? Get her a knife. Get that girl a knife. And she's like, no, no, don't. And this is her boyfriend? Like her ex-boyfriend? No, no. Th- this, is- this is Jenny's. Uh, Jenny from the beginning. Oh. Um, the woman oh. who was murdered at the beginning. This yeah. is one of her clients. Yeah. So he takes her like to the red light district and they're like walking around Amsterdam. And we, we see it's the red light district because there's like a woman in a window. Yeah. And then there's like a man in a window. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's how no we know. There were pimps on the outside. So I, don't, I didn't believe it was authentic, to my, at least in my experience. There was like <laughs> so many pimps everywhere. And I was like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So Paul at the end of the night is like, okay, like, kiss me now and she's like no thank you and he like forces her to kiss her he drags her to his apartment she like knees him in the balls and he like slaps her calls her a bitch like you know like terrible things that, that we've been waiting this whole movie to happen yeah. right. Very Ike Turner. and they do happen you know so she leaves the apartment she, she calls <clears throat> Hannah and mm-hmm. Hannah comes running over she's like oh my god this is so un- he's off the client list um, canceled. Yeah. Canceled. She gives her like a little pocket knife. She's like, "This is to protect you in case this ever happens again. You gotta look out for yourself." Yeah. yeah you just stab him in the neck as many times as you can. It was like literally a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> really? I was like, um, "That'll I, do it, man." Okay. Yeah. Use the use and the corkscrew. Yeah. I love how she got on a flight from somewhere in Maine. And flew to Amsterdam within minutes. I was like, how is this the same night or day? How? That's not how time works. I know about time. Right. I mean, yeah. The technology these days, you know. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. So Thomas is very protective of Lauren after he hears what happens. And he's like, I'm going to go kick his ass. Uh, And then he's like, actually, like, I really like you. And like, you're beautiful and you're great. And they kiss and then they have their sex, their real sex scene. And can we talk about the sex scene for one moment? Because it was very shocking, Drew. Usually mm-hmm. we just have strong male backs thrusting. Yeah. Sometimes we have a shower scene where there's like back grabbing. This was a full on booty grab. Like, like, mm-hmm. like my microphone is a booty, Drew. And, okay. uh, and then they just grab the booty. And it was a lot of female booty up in here. I was like, what is going on? Wow. That sounds fun. Yeah. It was very HBO. I was like, what is this? Cool. (laughs) Did this Lifetime movie just take a turn? Right. Well, (laughs) still into it. And here's the thing. They're making these movies for women and gay men, mostly. Um, So it was, it kind of threw me a little bit to be like, I know this woman is beautiful and has a great body and da, da, da. But like. (laughs) <laughs> why why did we like do that it was yeah so- why did we just see so much of her um it was very weird yeah yeah i mean you know welcome to when i was like fucking 13 and with sh- some shitty cable coming through on the old cinemax well right this would <laughs> this is perfect for a 13 year old boy going through like their feelings or girl going through their feelings and being like yeah. oh i feel I feel tingly. I feel tingly. I'm a tingly person. 
<laughs> this must be correct. Right. <laughs> I'm feeling something I've never felt before. Uh, huh. So good. Maybe this oh, is shit. For, for all the 13 year olds. You're right, Drew. I didn't think of that angle. Yeah, I got to think of that one. Where they have like some shitty, like it's still coming in, but it's it's like, it's kind of fuzzy, but it's still coming in somehow. I think they did that on purpose. That's a that's a little conspiracy theory I have, but yeah. But after they have sex, they say that they love each other or they're falling for each other. So sweet. Great. So romantic. So romantic. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so then Lauren calls Hannah to be like, hey, guess what? I'm in love with one of my clients. Oopsies. It's like the reverse of I'm in love with a stripper. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is that not point one on your contract? Don't fall in love with Yeah, it's them. like, don't. Just don't. That's the... Yeah, don't steal from them. Don't fall in love with them. Simple. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Two rules, that's Two. it. That's don't all you gotta do. It. And, and don't talk about it. Right. Yeah. Like Fight Club rules <laughs> and then... <laughs> yes. And normal, like, rules for business. So, Hannah, <laughs> um, she is like, okay, well, I respect you and your decision because I am a good boss and I should be running this business and I am running this business, but let me run it by Eric because I'm a nice person and I'm going to just make sure he is okay with this. So Hannah goes to talk to Eric and Eric is like verbally abusive. He calls her like, like he like degrades her age, like age shames her, which is gross and rude. I hated that. Yeah. I was like, she's not like an elder woman. She's like, Probably what's her forties. What's her name again in the in the movie? Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, click on oh, her. Okay. She's she's gorgeous. I mean, like she really is. Yeah. You would think she the way the he was. The whole... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say you'd think the way he's talking about her, she's like an old granny, but she's like forty tops. What? An old granny? What? Right. Like... Come on. But she's not taking it either because, you know, she's a strong, independent woman. And she's mm-hmm. like, actually, you're like uh, nepotism, like defined. And you could never run this business because people would not want to work for you. And she like lays into him, which is like a big mistake on her part because we already know he killed somebody. So, of course, he kills her. He grabs like a trophy and like bangs her at, like head in. Yeah. yeah, it was gross. Oh. I was sad. I, I really thought she was going to make it through the movie. Me too. Yeah, I thought I'm... she was going to take it over and the girls are going to have like a slow-mo walk down a, the tarmac and just be like, yeah, we're ladies doing it. And then that's <laughs> I like some fucking music players. It's like, that'd be awesome. Exactly. I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect that. A little more conversation. So. Uh, he then he calls Lauren. He's like, "You're not getting out of the business. I need you to do these things for me, you know." Mm-hmm. And he sends her to Paris and Ashley. So they go to Paris. We got a title card that says Paris. Oh, I think we might see the Eiffel Tower here too. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, they're really up in the budget there. Drone shots of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and Lauren gets a flash drive delivered to her room. She puts the flash drive in her computer. It is Hannah who has pre-recorded a video to warn her that Eric is dangerous, and if she's watching the video, she is dead, and he killed her, and she needs to look out for herself, and then Lauren knows, you know? That was insane. 
insane to me. How did she record the video in the same outfit she was wearing when she got murdered? How? And she's how like, I'm about to, to go Paris? into this. I'm about <laughs> to get, she's like, she's going in. I'm about to get into this. But she killed me. it's brilliant because the Lauren is like telling Ashley, she's like, we have to be very careful. And Ashley's just like, whatever i'm living my best life here i'm having a great time (laughs) because that's a you problem uh (laughs) totally and i love ashley because she's like Mm -hmm. oh lauren you're so funny for not sleeping with all these amazing men around the world i'm having a great time okay i was like if you're gonna sign up i mean you signed up for the you may as well get the perks like exactly so <laughs> fucking a bunch of rich dudes on plants. Sure. Uh, actually, hold on. Yeah. Has there been any uh, fucking on a plane yet? No. No. I don't okay. think there's any mile high club escort that happens. No. Mm. So get mm. that out of your mind. Yeah. We'll talk about it. In, we'll talk about it in the roundup, that. Drew, because I have thoughts <laughs> right. about that. But okay. no, don't be waiting for it to happen. Mile high escort doesn't happen. Mm-mm. Mm, okay. That's a. Mm, uh oh. The the term. That's a, like, that's a point. That's a de- point against it. That's a point against it. They're, movie, a big they're point. escorts in a plane. That's what I would have called this. Like snakes, snakes <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> snakes on a plane. Escorts on a plane. You know. Okay. What, is, what is Sam Jackson's line? Too many fucking escorts on this motherfucking plane. That's too it. many motherfucking escorts on this motherfucking plane. I would yep. have died. I would have died. It would have been amazing. I'm so into that idea. All right, we're going to make that happen. This. Yes, can this be part of your lifetime contract? Is that you also get to pitch movies constantly? Right, and we'll yeah. do like dramatic reenactments of what we want to have happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So Ashley stays home. She's going to research on, on Eric and like get to the bottom of this. And Lauren goes out on a date with Paul. Or no, I'm sorry, not with Paul, with Thomas. Mm-hmm. So Paul comes over to Ashley's room. He's the bad guy, Drew, who was like throwing yeah. him around. He, I guess Eric sent him there like, oh, this is the room where you need to go. So he starts like getting like abusive with Ashley and it's just like not a good situation you know what I mean mm-hmm. he went from zero to murder real fast like there was like she barely said hello and he's just hands around throat it was crazy yeah okay good. he's got he's got <laughs> some like, emotional problems yeah uh, but Lauren like finishes her date she actually gets a call from her sister who doesn't matter in the plot at all but the sister <laughs> But this one moment, the sister somehow saw Ashley like on a video call. They were like video calling when when Paul came over, and she's like, "Oh my God, Ashley's in trouble! You have to go help her." So Lauren comes in. She starts fighting with Paul. They both like start fighting with him, and Paul like backhands Lauren. And this was crazy because <laughs> she falls on the bed. And the actor, like, is doing the fight choreography, but she's not reacting to anything that's happening. You know what I mean? So she falls <laughs> on the bed. She's been shot, but she's not in pain. She just, like, falls on the bed. She, like, gets up. She, like, slaps someone. But, like, she's never, like, reading, like, oh, ah, oh, that hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> she, she's just, like, oh. She's, oh, she's, oh, <laughs> she's just, like, and, and 
Go on the and bed now. This is my mark. And this is my yeah. mark. And this is my mark. But you know, normally in a in a fight scene, the the actor would be like grabbing their where they got hit. Yeah, you're like, like, ah, oh fuck. my god. Ah, yeah. Ah, I gotta fight through the pain. Yeah. None of that from not, Lauren. Not here. Okay. Lauren went to like Shakespeare school of acting. <laughs> you know? She doesn't really do the fight scene. She like is used to playing like Juliet and like Shakespeare. So She's like on the balcony, like saying Romeo, Romeo. So it's like she, it's like she f- more like fainted than like got yeah. slapped in the face. Okay. Yep, totally. Yeah. Like, but they ah. they end up killing him. <laughs> Tessa, do you remember like what exactly happens? Because I didn't write down how he died. So um, I want to say that Lauren, after she fainted on the bed, um, he's trying to choke her, and then Ashley gets up. Um, and hits him with a vase, and then he falls to the floor, and then he somehow gets a third wind <laughs> and is back trying to attack both of them. By that time, Lauren has the gun, and she shoots him. Mm, which I was it. like, whoa, now she's a murderer? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect for her to be the murderer either. I was really thrown by this movie. Right. Well, and this fight scene, Drew, lasted forever. <laughs> <laughs> I love fight scenes that last way too long. Because they don't normal, not in real life, but it's like when you just, it's just like slugging it out yeah. for way too long to the point where it's like everyone's tired. Totally. And this is like now like like reluctantly still fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lauren, she calls Thomas because he's the only person she knows in town. She's like, I killed somebody. Come over here right now. He comes over. He sees Ashley like passed out on the bed and he's like, we got to get her to a hospital. I know a guy who can dispose of that body. Uh, let's go. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Drew. She You're did like, not, she, <laughs> she did not react to that statement at all. I was like, what, you know, people who can hide bodies. Right. Oh, that's fine. Okay. We'll take Ashley to the hospital now. Drew, like your reaction right there was way yeah. more than <laughs> this Lauren girl did. I'm telling you, you guys. She's- to make it to make it clear, I just uh, shook my head, and since this is a a uh, audio 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 only, yeah, right. <laughs> was like wh- I. There's a lot of questions in all of that. Your eyes went wide. You were very scared, and you were like, "What?" Lauren was just like, "All right, moving on." All right, cool. <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. You're, you know, a billionaire probably, so. <laughs> so that's great. So they drop Ashley off at the hospital, which is literally the hotel lobby with uh, crosses on the sliding glass doors. You know? I, whoever was in the art department, I was like, that's hilarious. They printed off like a British cross or whatever the fuck country they're in. And then they just taped it to the sliding glass door. And that's the hospital. <laughs> Yep. Clearly a hotel, like, drop-off. <laughs> Clearly a hotel. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. <laughs> so, a uh, couple of questions. Yes. On this. And maybe you don't have answers. That's okay. That's fine. Um, I, so, with the, like, first of all, why would they not call the cops? I mean, he uh, clearly, oh. like like attacking her thomas says do not call the cops Mm -hmm. okay so if he it's like (laughs) so he's a a bajillionaire whatever heir right Mm -hmm. because he has a 
he has his own plane. I mean, he pays her. He pays her not to have sex with him, so he's got some money. Okay. <laughs> so he's so he's versed. He's pretty well versed in getting rid of bodies, getting rid of problems. Yes. Quote unquote. Okay. So he and so there. She shoots. Where did she get the gun? What was where was the gun? I think it. Paul had the gun. Paul had it. Yeah. But I don't oh, think he oh, had okay. it. I don't think he had it out yet. I think it was like in his pants or something. Yeah. It was, it was in his pants. It's like, is that <laughs> a gun, a gun or are you happy to see me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Why don't you so come up and like, see me sometime, Paul? So she she like notices the gun in his in his pants and then just like grabs the gun and is like, Paca. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, a gun yeah, sound. Yeah, he had the biggest silencer I've ever seen on a on a like what looked like a Glock. I've, oh, he had a life. silencer on. Yeah, it was yes. huge. Oh, so, wait, Comically so I did large. The, I did the wrong sound. It was pew. <laughs> totally, totally. So after they drop Ashley off, uh, he he um, Thomas takes her Lauren to a private jet, and guess who's on the private jet? Uh, Eric. Fucking Eric, Eric, the yeah. gay guy, yeah. the, the <laughs> fucking gay guy, that fucking gay guy. He pull, he pulls out a gun. And he's like, uh, he's like, all right, you guys are going down, and you're like, oh no, no, he's gonna get, he's gonna get Thomas. The crazy but I can't win. Coming to find out, Thomas and Eric went to boarding school together when they were kids, and they know each other and they've been working together the whole time this entire oh. time what clues did we have for that this was out of nowhere what's what a twist out of nowhere and i i've been live tweeting these movies both so rich. on twitter it was like me it's me and like 50 year old black women yes I, i'm here for it <laughs> i love it and they're like please please let thomas be a good man and i was like what do you mean he's not a good man and then they were right Yes. They were right. Black Twitter always gets it right with these lifetime movies, and I just thought it was—I I thought it was so That's funny because awesome. it would have never gets yeah. everything right in general. It would have never, never crossed my mind. Yeah, I would, I would. I would. I would agree with that one. Yes. So <laughs> I was shocked that Thomas wasn't a good person. Me like, too. Oh Absolutely shocked and devastated uh, because I was like really loving their relationship. They did a good job. Both actors had a lot of chemistry. He might have not been paying her to have sex in the movie, but he was probably paying her to have sex off screen, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was their best moments where anytime they were making out, I was like, no, 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 no more talking. Yeah, please keep going. Yes, I love this. <laughs> yeah. So Lauren's devastated. She's like, what the hell? They, uh, Eric and Thomas start wrestling over the gun and it goes off. Of course, Thomas gets shot, and then Eric runs out of the, the airplane and is somewhere in the airplane hangar, like, hiding. And Lauren is like, oh, Thomas, no, don't die. And he's like, right, well, go go find safety because this guy's going to kill you. So she runs and hides. And then we get intercut, Drew. That's going to be confusing for you because we haven't talked about the B-plot at all. The B-plot... <laughs> So remember how I said Eric has his crony, right? Mm-hmm. Eric and his crony, they're gay boyfriends. 
and Eric is in Paris, but the crony is at Lauren's dad's house because they're going to hold the dad and the sister hostage. So mm. Lauren will comply with whatever they're saying. So the hitman is also, while this fight is going on with Thomas and Eric, the hitman is also fighting with the dad and the sister. Okay. Which, but, like, that guy was a little that trigger happy. He was like, sense. finger on the trigger. I was like, I thought we were taking them hostage. This guy's out to kill. The he's out he's for scary. blood. And the dad, like, fights him off. And he's like, no, not, I'm going to save my daughter. Uh, but the daughter, the daughter actually is pretty badass, too. Mm-hmm. Because her dad gets, like, overpowered by this crony. And she's like, daddy! And she, <laughs> I swear to God, she was like, daddy, No! And she like gets a fire poker and like kills that motherfucker, you know? Ooh, with a fire poker? No, I made I made that part up because I don't really remember it, but that's what I would have wanted. <laughs> I would want her to say, Daddy, no, and kill him with a fire poker. But she probably just like grabbed a gun and was like, No, thank you. You know? No, she like, hit him with a vase. It was so anticlimactic. I was like, he's not even out. That other guy, Paul took at least three headshots and a gun to stop him. And this guy's out with just a vase to the head by a teenage girl? Like, impossible. I always like, whenever someone gets like, hit with a vase in a movie, and it like, it just shatters, it would just be like, if I got hit by a vase and it shattered on impact, I'd be like, ow! Yeah, <laughs> right? Look back like, what, did, what are you why? doing? <laughs> why? Is this what we've come to? What are but- we... That's why, why I don't you... even own a vase. I just looked around my apartment. I was like, I don't even own a vase. No, just you don't vase. need it. Not <laughs> well, a good, actually, not a good weapon of choice. What would ha- what would happen? Actually, I mean, it's a good, it's a decent weapon. But like, you want you want it to not shatter. That means it fucking did some damage. Right. You want <laughs> like, like a marble vase. You want to be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what you want. That's what you're after. There it is. Like <laughs> Ow. That, you're, that, sound, yeah. that sound does just sound painful. I feel like I've... it sounds horrible. It's just like, Gong! and you're like, oh, like if someone like, yeah. whenever there's like glass shattered on a head, it's like I'm like that wouldn't hurt because it's like it just shattered and it's just, it's my head is harder than that glass. But like most of the time, you know, if you use like a a you know a bottle of whiskey, yeah. those things are tough, man. You can just like. <laughs> So Lauren finds Eric and they have their final face off. Um, And he's like talking shit to her. I don't even know what he says, but basically she gets the pocket knife that Hannah gave her the little Swiss army knife. And she stabs him and she says, before she stabs him, she says, tell Hannah hi for me. Oh, because Hannah's dead. And she like Mm -hmm. fucking kills him because she knows that, She's going to kill him. And he like literally just like, he's like, oh my God, I got stabbed by a Swiss army knife and this is taking me out. And he dies. He dies. Look at his split. Still with gun in hand. Still not shooting or. (laughs) I know. I know. I I was thinking that too. I'm like. Like you'd have to stab someone like a hundred times with a Swiss army knife. One Swiss army knife. (laughs) She might've had like the corkscrew out also. So it was a double jab, you know? So like (laughs) very dangerous. So where did did she, where does she stab him? Like in his like. Somewhat in his chest. In his chest. Which makes no sense given how they were standing. He was like pushed up against her on a car and she like pulled it out from like, uh, like her leg, like it's taped to her leg or something like Hannah told her. 
And yeah. somehow instead of stabbing him in like the leg or in like, you know, like the kidney area, she gets it straight in the middle of his chest. And I'm or like, the, neck. the neck. You know, it's like Angelina yeah. Jolie says, just hit him in the aorta, okay? Just hit it. Aorta, <laughs> yep. Boom. Done. So he dies. She like gets back on the jet. She like Kratos Thomas Thomas as he's dying. And she's like, are you dead? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, I'm not dead yet, but I am dying. Uh, and I, I just want you to know that everything between us was real and I loved you. And I'm sorry that I couldn't have been a better man. And uh, I'm dying now. Goodbye. And then he dies. Okay, bye. <laughs> And he goes, and and two X's are over his eyes, and he's like, and his arms go straight up in here. Yeah. So we got our dramatic little <laughs> scene of him dying. We flash to six months later in Marcellus. Marcellus is that a place? Marseille. Oh, sorry. Oh God, this is why I don't read out loud. Um, <laughs> so they're in that place, and Lauren and her family live in France now. Just know, just know in French. Yeah. Patrick, yeah. you don't pronounce like the last 10 letters in oh, any word. That's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Ugh. Right. Or, uh, yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah. So they're there. They have like a little toast. Everyone survived who is in the family and Ashley's there. She's studying fashion now. She's not going to be a flight attendant anymore. She's probably going to get the better outfits, to be honest, better uniforms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they toast with some wine and then talk about bread. And that's the end of the movie. What? All right. What? I was so confused. Why did they move to France? Were they just like couldn't get out of France? They're like, I guess we're here. Like, because they're both murderers. So right. <laughs> I was like, why are you still why do you still live here? Well, that's yep. French prison. They just make you have to stay in France. That's right. it. They make you like eat a baguette, like the whole thing to yourself, and that's like you're done. Yeah. You've served your crime. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, you're eating this entire baguette. Oh, not a fresh baguette, Drew. A day old baguette. A day old no. baguette. Ooh, that's rough. Which in that's France actually is not bad because all their yeah. baguettes are delicious. <laughs> okay. Never been. Uh, I went before all this, like with my family, and it was very fun, and we ate all the bread. I ate all the bread. So good. Mm -hmm. I went once uh, to the south of France. I was being so fancy. Uh, and it was gorgeous and all the food was good and the wine was better. Mm -hmm. Until there was like a random protest and all of our flights got canceled. So then I was like permanently mad at France oh, there <laughs> for their you go. scheduled protest. I was like, <laughs> wait, so why did you sell me a ticket on a day that flights weren't going out? What's happening, France? <laughs> Even the flights were canceled? Wow. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, yeah. France? That's yeah. quite a, that's yeah, quite a protest. I'm take a Train to Italy. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I got stuck in Costa Rica one time because a volcano went off and the flights got canceled. And I was like, Here, here's what happened, okay? The, sorry, this is a really side tangent. Um, my family flew Southwest for real, and they got on a flight to Washington, D.C. I flew on a different airline to Chicago. My flight got canceled. They got out. They left me, and I was just like, okay. We just left, and... And I was just, I'm like, I guess I'm going to die in an, on a volcano, whatever, no problem. So oh. then I watched Grey's Anatomy on my iPad and I just like cried. Oh my God. That's insane. What do you do when a volcano goes off? They just like make, you just. They were just like, here's airports? a, yeah, here's a hotel right next to the airport. You're going to stay here and uh, good luck to you. 
Good luck, buddy. Be a, <laughs> we'll get you on the flight out tomorrow, but we're not flying out today. So I stayed. Oh, at, I literally stayed at a hotel. I think I went to like um, a Popeyes in Costa Rica, and like because it was I could only <laughs> yes. walk to where I was around, so I got like yes. a biscuit and a, some chicken tenders, and just watched Grey's Anatomy by myself in my room. That sounds great. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> it, it would have been chill, but I was just like, so I don't deal well with like change, sudden change. So I was like very scared and like, I don't want to do anything wrong when I like leave this country. I don't know what I'm doing. But Costa Rica actually is the easiest place to leave because you could just like swipe your passport right there and then you're, you're back in the country. Yeah, you're, you're good. Oh. So. That is like <laughs> one of my worst fears. Like nature is the most terrifying thing to me. Uh, I lived in Seattle for a while and I was just terrified that there'd be like an earthquake or any sort of tremor because like nothing in the Midwest prepares you for the earth to move. Yeah. And so I was mm-hmm. like, I know I'm not going to handle it well. I can only just hope that I'm like at my house. Uh, it's the middle of the night and it's just like my bed moving. And cause I just can't like bring, I mean, I feel like I can prepare for wind to some extent. Like, is there an early warning for earthquakes? No, you just, it just starts shaking and you go outside. That's what you do. You just go, yeah, you go you outside. literally just go outside. Oh, what is the thing about but, elevators then? Like the elevator door? There's nothing you can do about it. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> if you're in an elevator during an earthquake, goodbye. <laughs> just, I mean, you're just like, that's, you're in an elevator. Yeah, it's nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but we're not here to talk about elevators <laughs> or travel. Um, but I, I just, that is so funny. So, um, on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. We'll start with Tessa. What are you going to do to this movie? I'm going to say pour it up, but pour a big glass. Uh, pour it, you know, pour it to the rim. Uh, this is a very easy movie to get into. Uh, you j- yeah, it's a very easy buy-in because you want them to succeed. You want to see some people get into the Mile High Club. Um, but then there's a twist of murder and a class war and, you know, the war of the sexes. And it's just, it's good. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Drew, how about you? Yeah, I'm pouring it up, man. That was, that was fun. That's a fun. That's a fun little romp. I I do. I take some points away that there wasn't actual uh, fucking going on on the planes, because that would be fun. But you know, the rest of it overshadows that. So I'll 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 pour it up still. I'm still pouring it up. Well, and that's my thing with this movie, right? We had earlier this year, we had Deadly Mile High Club. And you're like, okay, Deadly Mile High Club. This is going to be people fucking in airplanes. Fucking on an airplane. (laughs) It's like the pregnancy pact, but with airplanes, getting it on in bathrooms, putting a little blanket over yourself in the back of the airplane, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I've never done it, and I never will. Me neither. Yep. Because that's inappropriate. I'd be, I'd be too uh, scared. Like I, I, my my nervousness would uh, get in the way of the old bone town. If you know what I mean. Right. I mean, I'm just gonna say it's like not very sexy to like have sex in an, in front in of bathroom? people in front of yeah. unwi- unwilling no. people. That's like really strange. So. Right. <laughs> But no yeah. shame, no, no shame to you if you like to do that. But I look think if that's your thing, do that thing. You're already close enough to people on a plane. I I already feel weird eating next to a person. I wouldn't want to like have sex next to a person. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, anyways, but yeah. there was no sex in the Mile High Club. There's no sex in the Mile High Escorts. I think Lifetime has a a branding problem here. 
<laughs> they want to do the mile high thing, which is which is tawdry which is exciting and, and sexy, and then and then we don't deliver. So if we're gonna do it, lifetime, maybe next time we'll have mile high pilot, and we'll have a sex scene in the cockpit. Okay, mile high yes. pilot. Yes. And, you know, I'm not He's getting paid for these ideas. The plane, and he has to choose between the love of his life and saving. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yes. pilot, I'm into it. <laughs> But I'm going to also pour it up because this was like such a nice little travel for me in a not traveling time. I got to go all around the world with my favorite flight attendants. And it was so <laughs> fun. I mean, mm -hmm. except for all the murder and the women, like abuse of the women. But like, I like that the, the sex work was positively depicted and mm -hmm. they are not getting slut chained for making a living. And mm -hmm. they chose to do this profession. They weren't pimped into this. There was no pimp aspect. Mm -hmm. I loved that. And I liked that the women could say no to the men. And the men would say, I will pay you for saying no to me. That is something that needs to be depicted in movies. Because when you think about a prostitute in a movie, it never has a good ending. Except mm -hmm. for Julia Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Right? I'm just going through the movies in my head. I was like, oh, I, I yeah. guess that's true. It's always a bad time. Yeah. So yeah. that wraps up our conversation about, uh, what is this movie called? I forgot. Uh, Mile High Mile. Escorts. <laughs> I wanted to throw in a deadly there that didn't belong. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, it should it should be called Bib. No, you said it before. It's just, it's Escort just... me to death. Uh, oh, oh, that's good. It sounds more Agatha Christie than <laughs> right. Maybe a little right. too highbrow for, yeah. for lifetime. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's do a canvas. What you say, Candace Cameron Bure? I'm a wedding day. Catch that bouquet. Candace hates the games. Candace Cameron Bure. Drinking rosé, eating crème brûlée. Can't share with me. Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. What you say, Candace Cameron Bure? Okay, it is now time for what you say, Candace Cameron Bure. This is from a segment where we watch Candace's Instagram and we talk about it. What'd you say, girl? <laughs> so Candace is up to a lot. I'm gonna play you the audio from her Instagram because I can't screen grab it. Ah, I dropped it. <laughs> but this is what she looks like. This is how she's doing. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, she's doing good. She's, she's on looking set. Good. She's on set doing her makeup. I got all her set makeup. She does so, her own makeup? No, no, no. I meant she was oh. wearing makeup. Oh, I was like, wow, Candace. <laughs> no, I, I don't even think she does her own makeup in her home. She makes her kids put on her makeup for her, as all mothers should do. Yes, you got to teach them young. If you're a mother, teach your child how to do your makeup. I, right. It's like the most obvious thing. Like, I don't know why my mom didn't do that with me, because I feel like I would have been really good at that. But, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I do costume makeup, so... You know, yeah. why not? I, yeah. I would never My do that. My mom like, knows that I'm useless. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Put those kids to work. All right. So I'm going to play a clip and then we'll talk about it. Factor is real because I haven't worked in four months on set. Today's day three and um, I'm having a hard time keeping my eyes open. I'm not complaining. 
trust me, I'm like so happy to be here, but it's amazing how quickly your body forgets. <laughs> and at this, at the pace I normally go, which is pretty fast, I'm like the Energizer Bunny. Ooh, I feel like a couple batteries were lost. Also, because it's going to be this ongoing dialogue. We are wearing protective masks and shields, uh, unless the cameras are rolling. But if we're away, which I am right now, and off to the side, then we can take our masks and shields off. But I've got mine ready to go as soon as they call me back. Okay. So, Candace is on set. Okay? She's taking a little break to do an Instagram story. In said Instagram story, she has to stop to be like, hey, guys, I do have a mask, and I am I know you're going to come for me. Uh <laughs> And it's one of these masks, like you didn't get to see it, but it's like a glasses. It's a glasses, Uh but also a face shield. Yeah, cool. They look really cool. But I also read that face shields aren't really that effective. (laughs) I mean, they're they're not. Well, I mean, they are in tandem with a mask, with an actual mask. Right. That's like the most effective way, like a mask, then a shield. Yes. Yeah, I've seen servers doing that in Chicago. So, I mean, I haven't been eating at the restaurants, but I walked by and seen them serving other people. Yeah, I I think it's yeah, it's just poor girl. She just gotta she just like preemptively has to just be like, hey everyone, shut the fuck up. It must be such a hard life. I know we have a whole segment about her and we're part of the problem, but like, I feel bad for her that she always has to like, she's updating you on what's going on, but then also there's a level of like managing the haters. Yeah. Cause well, I mean, she has millions of followers, right? So it's yeah. like, so you're do gonna, we. You're going to have, yeah, right. yeah. So do we, we have millions. We, she has to like, talk to the the garbage of the millions because there's like a percentage of people that are just fucking terrible garbage people that are trolls and like you know shitty ass people so it's funny that like i do want to like say things against her but it's getting harder and harder patrick you guys are coming, becoming true fans, and I. I know it's like it's getting harder and harder. <laughs> exactly, it's getting harder and harder for me to like be like, <laughs> shut up, Candace, yeah. shut the fuck up. It's it's getting harder and harder because I'm like, I mean, she's not wrong. I don't know, like, and she's doing all of this for us for lifetime. So, at the end of the day, thank you, Candace. Well, for Hallmark. <laughs> for Hallmark. Hallmark. Oh, here's an interesting thing. So I uh, have been. <laughs> I've been speaking of doing like a podcast of all the Lifetime movies. I've been going back and writing reviews for old Lifetime movies on Lifetime Movie Club. And they have an old Candace movie that I really want to cover. It's called Freshman Fail, where she gets like raped by Mark Paul Gossler at a, mm. at a college party. But on the cover of the Lifetime Movie Club, they do not include a picture of Candace. It is a random girl because I think the branding of Candace Cameron Bure does not want to be associated with that movie. Oh, yeah, sure. Ooh. No, I could see that. It's I not know a... Candace had that kind of like cachet in Hollywood. In, in the, in the no, not... she's she's got it, man. She, she's she's yeah, she's in that tier. world. She's definitely like top tier <laughs> Hallmark land, like 
for TV movies, she really is the queen of Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> just the queen, not the queen. Long live the queen. The queen is, you know, Miss Vivica Fox or Jack A. Harry. Let's be honest. Oof. Yeah, let's be oh, honest Jack about that. I think Jack A. Harry wins above everybody, but that's just mm-hmm. my opinion. I would say so. <laughs> I would say I would agree. Did no one else want her to be their mom growing up. One hundred percent. You know, Candace. You know, if you if you listen to this, I'll I'll hand it to you on this one. I'll hand it to you on this one. Yeah. You got to deal with them trolls. I think her assistant assistant listens to this podcast. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Only the Candace segment. They fast forward, they find the song, they listen, they, to, they listen they to the Candace segment and see what we say. <laughs> they see what they what we say and all, all our all our billions of listeners. And they the love yeah. they love that Candace song. You know, I haven't heard it in quite a while because we don't play it while we're recording anymore. It's yeah, it's, it's added in post editing. That's the magic stop. <laughs> I I know I just love the song and I miss like having our dance parties to the song it's like the the downside of zoom is that we can't have a dance party yeah I mean we could but it would take a it'd be all arms it would take a couple of new uh couple new chords right adapters (laughs) not worth it not worth it just for a dance party okay so that (laughs) wraps up our conversation about all these things Tessa, it is time for pluggy time. Do you have anything you'd like to plug in the podcast or on the podcast? Yeah. Um, so season two of SFL, Strong Female Lead, is just getting started. So yeah, if you have any recommendations of uh, movies and TV shows that you'd like to see on the podcast, go and find us on the Instagrams. It's just Strong Female uh, Lead on Instagram or on Twitter. You can tweet at us. Um, so yeah, I think right now we've got Mad Max Fury Road and Pretty Runs of Marathon and the show on HBO, I May Destroy You. Uh, if anyone else is like newly obsessed, it's become, it's replaced Insecure for me. Uh, oh, wow. While Insecure is on hiatus, I'm like, I will only consume I May, uh, I may Destroy You. So highly recommend that show and Great. even more recommend that you come find us. We're funny. <laughs> I think. Uh, they, yes. they are. We 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 uh confirm that yeah. it is confirmed absolutely uh can i have can i put in another suggestion mm-hmm. um it's it's called uh the the old guard ooh it's it's another uh uh Charlize Theron. Oh man! <laughs> I saw your brain working to try to figure out how to say that. That was so weird. Um, yeah, Sharice yeah, Theron, but it's a new movie on Netflix. I want you guys to do that. It's fucking rad. Oh, it's really? Rad. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. It's yeah. Very, I love Very her. female lead heavy, very badass. It's yeah. just. Charlie's. Sh- sh- <laughs> Charlie's Theron. I didn't realize I was is, a fan of hers until recently. I was like, I think I've seen everything she's when ever she's, done. Me too. It, movies, yeah. movies where she, she's just a badass. And it's just, that's all, I mean, yeah. that's what it is. So I would, I want, I'm suggesting that. Cool. Anyway. Drew, how about you? Yeah. Anything to plug in the pluggy time? Yeah, I mean, you can check me out on Instagram at Drew, but with pants. You can also check out my band on Spotify and all the other places that you get music. Uh, the Limbos. Perfect. We haven't put out an album lately because, uh, you know, 
can't. <laughs> you should put can't like play, a can't play around people in the same room. I guess you're right. right. You're right. Well, yeah, that stuff is good. I know that. I know that. For sure. I know that is for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you both for being here. It's such a pleasure. Tessa, we'll have you back for Christmas, of course. Yay. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm so excited. I just, uh, I've been looking through the Lifetime app and just being like, why didn't I not watch these already? Um, oh, I'm very yeah. excited. And we're only watch. doing Lifetime Christmas movies. Don't forget. We'll cover Candace's Hallmark and maybe Lacey Chabert's Hallmark. But on the <laughs> podcast, we're sticking to the brand of Lifetime. So we're not going to cover all the Hallmark movies anymore. There are other podcasts that do that. Yeah, other podcasts <laughs> do that. There's plenty of other Hallmark podcasts. Yes. <laughs> um, great. And thank you listeners for checking back in with Lightroom and Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lightroom and Court. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars or ten stars because we're a 10-star podcast. 10 stars, <laughs> ten motherfuckers. Stars. We got it. Uh, we're worth it. We're worth it. We've arrived. We're here. Um, okay. Thanks so much. Okay, bye. Bye.